Hello, track and field fans, and welcome to another edition of In the Garage with Track Guy. Brought to you today by Fitness Sports in Clive, Johnston, and Coralville. The Iowa Running Company in Cedar Rapids. Peak Performance in Sioux City. Fleet Feet in Davenport. And all of our amazing supporters who believe in our mission and commitment to bringing cross-country and track and field experiences to Iowa's youth. We could not do what we do without you. Today's guest is Ford Washburn, a senior at Iowa City City High, a young man who had no experience with track and field or cross country until moving to Iowa City as an eighth grader. And since then, he has become a sub nine a minute 3200 meter runner and a three time top 10 finisher at state cross country. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for In the Garage with Track Guy and Ford Washburn. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to another Track Guy podcast and In the Garage with Track Guy. And we have a very, very special guest today. And it's Ford Washburn, a senior at City High of Iowa City. Uh, what an amazing career this young man has uh, going for him right now. And uh, coming off an outstanding spring track season into uh, maybe an even more outstanding cross-country season. And Ford Washburn, welcome. Thank you for having me. Well, let's let's just dig right into it, you know, and talk a little bit about uh, last spring, uh, the track season, where you went under nine minutes uh, for 3,200, uh, one of only six uh, Iowa preps to do that. Um, let's just talk about that particular race at the Drake Relays. You were second to Aiden Ramsey, who ran 8.58 and change and moved up to number four all time, one of the greatest uh, Drake Relays races uh, in history. But was that a goal going in? Uh, did you and Aiden set that up to, to run that fast, or it just played out that, that that's the way it went? Yeah, so uh, going into the race, I honestly, I mean, my coach was telling me, like, you can win this. Like, you're one of the best guys in the field. But, like, I did not think so at all. I think I had run 9.18, 9.15, somewhere around there. And Jackson had run 9.05-ish. So, like, I was kind of going into it thinking, okay, I'm definitely the underdog here, and Jackson is probably going to beat me. So I honestly didn't have, like, that many expectations with myself. But I just knew I wanted to be in it at least, like, be competing with those top guys. So I had no idea what I was capable of. And when I saw 859, I was shocked. And it meant a lot to me. It was really fun. And We're thinking that, you know, you're not as good as the field and, and obviously uh, are the leaders in the field, and you obviously were. What did that do for you? looking ahead into the cross-country season and looking into this spring track season. It had to give you just a great deal of confidence looking ahead, did it not? Yeah, definitely. I mean, going to the state meet even helped a lot. I, I was felt a lot more confident about that, and that 3200 went well. And into this cross-country season, yeah, I mean, being under nine minutes, it really helps when you're running a, a 5K, I'd say. State cross-country, you're a top 20 finisher four times, three times in the top 10. But the race at the Heartland Regional was uh, was crazy with uh, you and Jackson and and uh, the young man from South Dakota who had a, th a 359 miler, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, burn bomb of Rapid City, you know. And you three, you could have thrown a blanket over you coming into the finish, and and you even took the lead briefly in the last couple of hundred meters. Heidi ended up winning, and uh, Burn bomb in second, and you in third. All three of you uh, under 1440. 
the right at 1440. Tell us about that race and how it unfolded, and and did you did you think you had a shot to win that one? It was kind of the same thing as uh, that last track season. Like I was coming off a bad race at State. Well, in my opinion, I had a pretty poor race. I got second. I was like 20 seconds behind Jackson. So I uh, I didn't have very much confidence going in to be honest, and I was really just hoping to get that top five qualifying for NXM, and I wasn't sure if like winning it or beating the sub four miler was in the question. And then with about 800 to go or a K to go, I saw Jackson and Simeon like starting to go picking it up, and I like I was like, oh, I'll just go with him. Like I'll just I'll just try to hang on, see what happens. And I I felt really really good. And then we took that. 270 degree turn with about 400 to go and i was like wow i think i might have a shot at this i basically start dead sprinting that might not have been that smart but i thought i would be able to hold on to it and made a confident move and quite hang on to it but i was still happy about it so well you don't know if you don't try right you know and, yeah, exactly. and, and you had the spot for nxn uh, sewed up unless you you know happen to fall or whatever and you go to nxn and you get 22nd, outstanding at finish. And, you know, all the Iowa preps did a great job at NXN. You and Jackson and, and, and Peyton Noy on the girls' side. And so going into NXN, and now you're not only running against the best in Iowa, which you did several times this year because you and Heidi were the two best, but also the best in the Heartland region. And now you're running against the best in the nation. What, do, what goes through your mind when you're towing the line with that kind of talent? Yeah, I was definitely pretty nervous. Um, I mean, I was like, I've never done any like national race or anything in track, or so that was like my first experience with a race with like that much talent and just running against like good runners, you know. And yeah, I was I was freaking nervous. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know how it would go out, and I don't know. I think it had been a, a pretty long season because I never trained that long for a season. So running a race in December was kind of a lot for me. So I wasn't really sure. My training was, like, helping me with that. I don't think I was prepared to train for that long. Yeah, I wasn't super – I didn't feel super prepared going into the meet, but it ended out fine, so. Yeah, absolutely. Well, long seasons of training uh, are just around the corner for you because you go into uh, northern Arizona, and we'll talk <laughs> yeah. about that in a little bit. But northern Arizona Lumberjacks are always competing late in the season, and they've won six out of the last seven NCAA titles. Mm-hmm. So that's something that – You'll get used to, no doubt about it. Ryan Aller's your coach? Yeah, he's, so he's my track coach, and uh, Jamie Skay is my cross-country coach. What do you do for mileage in either one of those seasons? So the past two seasons, I've, I've peaked at like 60 miles a week, and I think I did it for like three weeks-ish both times. It was like, I think in August, I had like three or four weeks at 58, 60 miles, something like that. So... Yeah, that's what I peak at, and then usually during the season, I'm around 50-ish, 45-50, so not too crazy during the season. No. I don't try to kill myself when I have races constantly. Yeah, so. you know, and, and college coaches like that. you got a kid that could run 8.59 and, you know, get third at the Heartland Regional, 22nd at the NXN, and, and doing that on, you know, approximately 50 miles a week, you got a great upside, you know, as opposed to coming in doing that, you know, 100 miles a week. So yeah. obviously your your mileage will change, but, but Coach Smith will do it in the right way and you'll get accustomed to that. And, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of stuck on the upcoming track season. I'm just so excited for what it holds, you know, and I tell people if, if it's above 50 and no wind and no rain at the Drake Relays, it, it, it's going to be crazy. Those distance races are going to be absolutely crazy. And 
You know, is that something that you think about? Do you and, and Jackson Heidi ever talk about that? You know, what, what the upcoming track season might be like and, and any goals? You know, what, what's a guy that's run 859 as a, and was totally surprised by it? What do you think is a reasonable goal, or have you guys even talked about that for the spring? Yeah, I mean, me and Jackson got some time to talk uh, at NXM, and we shared goals a little bit. And it's something like he was pretty keen on breaking four this season. So I think I'm trying to um, put more focus on the 3,200s, although I'm not exactly sure. We'll see. But, yeah, I, th- I think that state record is 850 right now. Yep. And, I mean, I'd love to see that go down, so. That's kind of my goal for this season. It would be amazing. You know, when you look at the field last year at the, at the Drake Relays, and, and if anybody's listening that doesn't know, the Drake Relays are unclassed. So everybody's, you know, from all classes can be represented should they qualify. And at the Drake Relays last year, seven of the top ten were seniors, and three of you are back from that top ten, yourself and Jackson and, and Miles Wilson of Cedar Rapids Kennedy. But, you know, then we also got Mumi from Pleasant Valley, Fine Art from Des Moines Christian, uh, outstanding uh, two-milers or 3,200 runners as well. So it's going to be another deep field, and it's going to be a fast field. And what are you going to change, or what are you going to add to uh, training to you know, run faster than 859? Is it simply the fact that you're going to be more mature? Uh, you've learned a little bit and a little more confident. Is that enough to do it? Or uh, you know, do you see you and your coaches changing up things a little bit as far as what races you run when and that type of thing. Have you even talked about that or thought about that? Yeah, we've definitely talked about it quite a bit. Um, I mean, I think I've definitely grown just as a runner in general in the last, like, year. I think I've improved a lot. And I think me and my coach are going to change up our training a little bit. I think we're going to try to focus on more volume in our workouts and keeping mileage higher farther into the season. And last season, I did a lot of, like, really small meets with the team. And I think we're going to try to cut back on those a little bit to, you know, keep my legs more fresh. So, yeah, those are just a couple of the changes we're going to make, and we'll see how it pans out. You know, not only the 3,200, but last year in the 1,600, we had, you know, there were four uh, Iowa preps that went under 415 last year, uh, you being one of them at 413.24. Nate Mueller's got the all-time best at 405.61. Is, is that a number that is in your, in your head on occasion? Yeah, no, I, I definitely love to take that down, although I don't know how long it lasts. 405 would be awesome to beat. Well, I think there's a, a couple, if not a handful, uh, in the spring that are, you know, can run 410 or better. So it'll be, it's going to be uh, great to watch. What about the 800? You know, the, the 800 develops, you know, speed for those other events that uh, you obviously excel at, the 16 and the 32. And I think you've run 157 in the open and split faster than that. I've got to think you're uh, uh, racing an 800 or two is also on your calendar. Yeah, the 800 has never really been my focus, but my coach has always put me in a couple. You know, I've been in, in some four by eights and whatnot, but I think we're going to see how fast I can run this season. And I think I've just gotten a lot faster in general. We'll probably do a couple opens. I don't know if I'll be doing any four by eights like I did last year or the year before that, but yeah, I'll definitely be in some open eights. Maybe in the state, 800, we'll see. Awesome. Well, talk about that that city high program you know it's a it's a storied program in track and field and in cross country both on the boys uh, and the girls side you see that as something that helps drive you to be one of those little hawks that is that 
have done great at, at, at big meets, or do you find it as pressure at all? I mean, somewhat. The The good thing about it is with a team, like, so good, with such, like, a good history with track is, like, it's not just our distance runners that want to do good. It's, like, everybody on the team, the, the jumpers, the throwers, the sprinters, the hurdlers, all of them. We're all, like, super motivational with each other and, like, trying to do good and win state together, obviously. So it definitely helps a lot. And, I mean, yeah, everybody expects us to do good, so we we try to do our best. Do you see yourself as a, as a role model for the uh, young up-and-comers in Iowa City? Do you, do you like that part? Do you play that part, uh, you know, and, and the uh, future Little Hawk runners uh, watching to see what Ford Washburn does and how uh, how he carries himself? Yeah, I mean, I, I really hope there are some some guys on my team or maybe other schools that are looking at me and saying, I want to be like that guy, and I, I really try to be a good role model for them and hope they look up to me. So you're going to go to Northern Arizona. Right now, the top distance program in America, uh, absolutely no doubt about it, And uh, both on the track and on the cross-country course. They've won the last three NCAA titles in cross in a row and six out of the last seven. And what can you tell us a little bit about, you know, what goes on at NAU? What was the chemistry when you visited? What what turned you on to, uh, to going to such a high, high-level program? Yeah, so when I took my visit, I just kind of – I felt like I really connected with the team, and I felt like the rest of the team connected really well with each other. I don't know. They all just seemed like really good friends, and, like, they all wanted to be there, and they all really, really wanted to get better. Yeah, that really helped with uh, making my decision, and I think the atmosphere there in general is, like, part of the reason why they're all so good and why they all improved so much. Can you tell us, uh, you know, like, who were your last four or five uh, on your list? That when you started windling it down to uh, northern Arizona, who else was in the mix? Yeah, so I, um, I took visits to uh, UCLA, um, Colorado, and Iowa State as well. So those were the, like the four ones that I was mainly looking at. And so and obviously you're an outstanding student as well, or these top programs wouldn't be uh, looking at you. What are you, yeah. you going to be studying at northern Arizona? I think uh, the plan right now is exercise physiology is what I'm going to major in. What about the uh, altitude at, at Flagstaff? Have you had any experience at all, uh, like in camps or summer camp or anything, of, of doing any running at altitude? So I haven't, I've never really run at altitude. Over the summer, I went to Flagstaff for a week, and I was in Albuquerque for a week, so I got a little bit of altitude training. But I also used to live in Albuquerque, which is at like 5,500 feet. Uh-huh. So I think, I don't know. Maybe that all somehow helped me. You lived in Albuquerque. Tell us a little bit about, you know, when did you come to Iowa City? Yeah, so I moved here four years ago, beginning of eighth grade, so last year of junior high. My dad got a job at the university, and yeah, I've kind of bounced over all around the country, so it's not like a brand new thing to me, so I'm pretty used to it. Well, we're pretty darn glad you landed in Iowa, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So were you... Uh, Obviously a runner when you were in Albuquerque, but but not at this level. But is this something you've always been interested in? No, not at all, actually. I I didn't start running until I got here. It started in eighth grade track is when I first started running, really. It obviously has worked out very well. And like you said, you don't know what you can do yet. Some of the distance kids or any track kids in general have got much, much more experience uh, than you have. So, you know, almost every meet is a new experience for you. Yeah, pretty much. So you're going to go down to Northern Arizona with Mike Smith, like we've mentioned, and Jackson Heidish is going to, to Duke, and Peyton Noe is going to go to Arkansas, and 
and uh, on and on we could go for the the seniors that have signed to go to other outstanding programs uh uh, you know, kids going to Iowa, Iowa State, uh, Wartburg, and Laura. So some of the great Division three programs uh, in the country or in the in the state that we're, that our kids are going to. You know, having three of our outstanding distance runners go to great Division one program. Is there anything that you guys are diff- doing different that kids in the past haven't, or just? And I know somewhat it, it's cyclical. Do you think that's just what it is? It's just the cycle we're in right now. Honestly, for me, I think. Most of the reason why I've gotten better is like seeing other guys around the state like run fast times. I don't want to be slower than that guy. And I think that's kind of just like a thing that's happening with everybody. Like everybody just wants to get faster. And I don't know if I was always had that, that drive for people to get better and like having a really big running community like we do now in Iowa. So that's definitely been a big part of it. And that's helped me and I'm sure a lot of other runners get to the next level. And I keep using you and Peyton and Jackson as examples, but you guys running on the national stage, so to speak. Great races at GREAC and great races at the Heartland Regional and great races uh, at uh, NXN and, and then the upcoming track season. And Jackson ran an outstanding mile in St. Louis and you running 859 and and Peyton going under 17 minutes for uh, Iowa girl in cross country. And those all become national stories. So we talked about you being a role model for the younger uh, generation, but don't you think you're also a role model for the, the kids that you compete with every day and wanting now they want to be a Ford Washburn or a Peyton Noe or a Jackson Heidish. Do you, do you feel a little bit of that, not a burden to carry, but something you're proud to carry and, and hopefully can encourage other kids to be better? Yeah, I guess I don't really quite think about it that way, but yeah, I mean, I, I hope all the people that I race against and, you know, in Iowa are looking up to me and being like, I want to be like that guy. I want to run the times that he's running, stuff like that. I guess. Well, you yeah. mentioned that you know that you mentioned that at Drake. You know there were there were going to be all these fast people in there in the state meet and didn't know if you were worthy, but look what they did. You know you went in there and stuck your nose in there and and competed and and surprised yourself. I've got to think there's some uh, uh, kids that you're going to go the line with this spring. They're going to say, well, I know what Washburn can do. I'm going to see if I can stick with him as long as I can and and maybe run a lifetime best, and many times that works out uh, great for everybody. I definitely hope that happens. That would be awesome to see that. So are your parents runners for it, or are they active you know, in athletics and that type of thing? And You said you didn't really start running until you came to Iowa City as an eighth grader. Obviously, you're a good athlete. What were you exposed to as far as athletics if it wasn't running? I mean, honestly, my family isn't that athletic. I mean, my dad is like a jogger pretty much, and he gets out most days and runs but he wasn't ever super into it and my mom like did high school athletics and stuff but she isn't like super active Mm -hmm. anymore either and my brother was never really into it so yeah i didn't really get that much exposure and i I played soccer for six years or something throughout elementary and into middle school that was kind of my my athletics exposure there (laughs) well and soccer players have to do a lot of running as well so uh um, and we're glad that you found your niche uh, when you came into the Iowa City School District and, and you picked a good one to move to uh, for sure. So when will you, and I know it's way, way early, okay, but when will you make a, an indoor debut this year or will you? Have you guys talked about that? It's on the docket. What does Mike Moore have planned for, you know, early season for the Little Hawks? Me and Ryan Allers, my distance coach, are yep. trying to figure that out, communicate that with Mike and see what we can uh figure out which meets we should go to. I think right now I'm 
tentatively planning to go to Nike Indoor National. Awesome. But I'm not I'm not really positive about that, so sure. We'll going to Northern Arizona, and I'm kind of jumping all over the page here. It's so awesome to be talking to an Iowa high school kid who's going to be going to Northern Arizona to run cross country and track and field. And what are some of Coach Smith's philosophies that he shared with you, and and you think fit your style uh, and that type of thing? Is it did you know? Besides the fact that they were, you know, everybody got along well together and, and you seemed like they liked each other and wanted to be there. What did Coach Smith share with you about his philosophy and and uh, uh, and coaching ideas and goals and plans? I more just liked him as like a person and he was just fun to talk to. And obviously he's, his, team has, his teams have had a lot of success. So I think that kind of helped him sell it for me. So. It wasn't anything like super deep or anything. I, okay. I just kind of like them. And you never hear of Northern Arizona kids uh, getting in trouble. You know, you know, and it's always a uh, uh, seems to be a well-run program, and and obviously very talented. And I'm, I'm really anxious to see how things go and how you fit in down there and and adjust to altitude training and and the 10K. You know, because you know that's coming <laughs> yeah. uh, sooner than later. So. I'm sure you've laid awake at night or in the drive somewhere and thought about some uh, collegiate goals, uh, even just uh, initial goals. What, what, what's something that you hope that you can accomplish uh, at Northern Arizona uh, early on that, that sets the stage and, and really going to set the table for you to be an outstanding collegiate runner? I mean, I kind of just want to make the varsity cross-country team like as soon as I can. I think that would be awesome. And- I mean, if I can be a part of a team that's winning national titles, that would be sick. And that's kind of just the goal, me going to that school and obviously me improving as an individual. But yeah, being a part of a team that is going to be winning a lot, is that would be sick. You know, most schools just uh, hope that they're good enough to qualify to the NCAA championships. And, and then here's Northern Arizona that uh, is not content just with getting a uh, – a trophy uh, they want the trophy and and seem to always be in the mix for that like I mentioned they've won six out of the last seven NCAA titles so Ford Washburn I thank you for uh, taking the time to join me today and and talking a little bit about uh, uh, your career as a little hawk at City High and what's coming up this spring and and then next fall it's off to northern Arizona thank you so very much yeah thank you a lot thanks for having me And that wraps up this edition of In the Garage with Track Guy. Until next time, this is Mike J saying so long and thank you for your support of the Track Guy Foundation and our commitment to Iowa's youth.